0: Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools.
1: Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools' talk radio show on 1037 FM WKRM, brought to you by The Way Realty. We have a special show today. We have a a studio full of athletic directors from around the district. We have um, Chris Pointer, our district athletic director. Welcome, Chris. Good morning. We have Coach Creech from Central High School. Welcome, Coach. Good
2: morning. Thanks for having me.
1: We have Ronnie Brewer from Hampshire Unit School. Good morning. Eric Hughes from Mount Pleasant High School. Good morning. And last but not least, Mike Kennard from Battle Creek Middle School. Good morning. Thanks for joining us today, guys. It's that time of the year where we're finishing up fall sports and we're heading into spring sports for this year. Something that we missed last year. So we're going to talk a little bit about the loss of it last year and how it's going to be really looking, we're looking forward to it for this year. So um, Mr. Pointer, could you tell us a little bit about the end of the season and maybe um, ask your uh, athletic directors around the room to um, highlight some of the, the big things that happened in our fall sports.
3: Yeah, so I'm, I'm, you know, this show is really about highlighting, you know, closing out one season and getting into the to the spring season. And so I, I, w- I would definitely allow um, our our coaches, I mean our AD slash coaches and some of them are coaches as well, to uh, just kind of wrap up what the fall winter season looked like, and then and then we'll we'll segment way into the spring season. So I'll just I'll go to my left and, you know, uh, to 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 Mr. Kennard here and. Let him talk a little bit about, you know, what was going on up at Battle Creek.
4: Thank you, Chris. We had a really uh, good year at Battle Creek this year. It was the first year that we were able to have uh, games on our site because our fields and everything were finally finished and ready to go. So we had football and soccer. Those fields Uh, look great, by the way. They do look great. We're very blessed, really thankful to the county commissioners and the school board and everybody else who made those things Mm. possible. Uh, Bill Marbitt and his company, I mean, just a lot of things came together to help us have those fields and those facilities. And then moving into the winter sports, uh, we were able to have wrestling uh, on the middle school level for the first time in our own facility. We have our own mat. Uh, Jason Trillian came in and coached for us. He was a non-faculty coach, came in did a great job for us putting our wrestling program together. Our boys' basketball team actually had their first win this year and we're not all about wins but we do like to see those things and, <laughs> and those uh, those boys and coaches were really excited jason hall is our coach and uh, donnie chambers is his assistant coach and our girls basketball program continues to grow and they did well this year also Lori Borum returned uh, for her second year as our coach and she had two new assistants this year we have a husband and wife team on our campus uh, Jameson Matney and Allison Matney worked together as assistant coaches for her, and they all just worked together and did a really good job.
3: Good deal. Thank you. Coach, Coach slash AD Brewer, you want to talk about things happening down there in Hampshire. Sure.
5: Uh, We've had a good year considering all that we, you know, had to deal with as ADs and coaches. All of our fall sports, we got to complete those, uh, cross country, volleyball, golf, Uh, and then into basketball season with the winter sports and of course some of our sports we'd co-op with Mount Pleasant and other schools but yeah it's been successful considering you know like I said we were probably everybody was wondering if we even could be able to complete all the things and just finishing up basketball the other night and brag on our Lady Hawks uh, and for the second year in a row we advanced to the region semifinals uh, our high school girls and uh, we were defeated Monday night to end the season but uh, the last two years being in the district championship game and also making the region semifinals we're excited about that, where that program's going and uh, looking forward to what's coming next, you know, losing uh, the spring sports last year, I know our spring coach has been working hard and really excited about uh, going forward but we've had a good year like I said, even through all the challenges we, one of the things we said the other night at uh, one of the coaches meeting before the game is hey, we didn't know if we'd ever get to this point, what I mean is tournament time and getting to play and compete and uh, so all in all, it's just it's been good. I appreciate all of our coaches and admin at Hampshire. It's just a great
1: place to be, and everybody's pulled together, and we've it's been successful. Hey, let me say congratulations to the Lady Hawks. Two years in a row making it to the semifinals. <coughs> great job, ladies. Yeah, good deal,
3: Mr. Hughes. All right, pleasure. good good on?
1: morning. Appreciate you having us on. We'll
6: just start with our fall sports. You know, accomplishments in the fall can be measured in many ways. Uh, but the major accomplishment is was able to get in full season of football and volleyball and cross country so we're super excited. Kind of the big news coming out of our fall was we made a transition uh, in head coaching for our football program. We hired Kit Hartsfield, former head coach of Blackman High School in Murfreesboro. He's already been down working hard. We're super excited the direction that our football program is going in volleyball program saw huge improvement. We're super excited. Melina Jaime is our coach, What she's done over the past couple of years. As we transition into the winter sports, uh, we finished up just this past Saturday with basketball. Our boys basketball team made it the first round of the region tournament. We lost a, a hard-fought game at Houston County. We're super excited about both of our Basketball programs, we had two senior members of our boys' team and two senior members of our girls' team. We are predominantly freshmen and sophomores for both of those teams, so we're super excited about going forward with these group of kids.
1: Hey, another um, big shout-out there. Basketball boys made the semifinals? They made the quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. We lost in the first round. Congratulations on that.
3: Coach slash AD, Kevin
2: Creech Central High School. Chris, thank you. Uh, our fall was a, a good fall. Uh, our football team went to the second round of the playoffs. That's the first – that's the farthest we've been since the 09 uh, through '12 teams. Uh, it's also the third out of four years we've been to the playoffs with football. So our football team is going on a good trajectory. Um, as for other fall sports, uh, golf and volleyball did really well. Uh, moving into the winter – our basketball programs did really well this year. Um, Nick Campbell and the boys' team uh, took the regular season district, ter- uh, district championship uh, from the 8AAA. A- a- um, coach Campbell, as is, is he doesn't like to say it, but he was coach of the year for the district, which we, we want to honor him with. Uh, we also had player of the year for the boys. Uh, Q Martin was player of the year. He's a junior. He also, only scored, he also scored his 1,000th point this year for Central. Um, girls-wise, Uh, Most successful girls team we've had in quite a few years. Uh, Coach Bug got those girls to the fourth seed um, and region play this year, which was huge for them because that's not happened in quite a long time. So hat off to those girls for for busting their butts this year and making it that far. Spring-wise, we're looking forward to it. Um, I'm sure we'll talk more about it, but we do have a coach coming up on 500 wins in the spring. So we'll talk more about that.
1: Man, that's excellent um, to be able to win the district championship in your basketball team Eight AAA.
2: Yes, regular season, regular season. We, we were upended um, at home, so we, we, we had to play the consolation games, and we wound up be, getting beat. Both girls and boys played Blackman on Monday. Uh, boys got edged. Uh, it was close at half, but we got edged at the end of it, and the girls girls fought hard.
1: It's exciting to see that um, sports are continuing in our schools, that um, even in the midst of this pandemic, we're able to keep things moving. Um Chris, has there been some changes recently on the attendance rules for sports in our district?
3: Well, right now, I mean, currently on the inside sports, I mean, we're currently at thirty percent attendance uh, okay. on the inside, and then we're transitioning into the spring. And given everything and the complexity of what happened in the spring, especially for outside sports, we're doing one hundred percent attendance outside sports based on bleacher capacity. Um, but we also got to make sure that we continue to maintain social distancing, so we can sell the number of tickets that are bleacher seats are available. But certain, you were not going to be able to sit in every bleacher seat. So right. uh, parents are encouraged to bring lawn chairs or something like that to kind of spread out around the fence. And we'll evaluate it, and we may, you know, we may adjust as we go throughout the year and uh, see where it goes. But just to start off, that's what that's, that's the exciting.
1: Of it. That spring sports are coming back. Um, we completely missed them last year due to the onset of the pandemic. Um, so a lot of uh, things were lost. Tell me what are the biggest um, challenges coming up for the spring sports with not having a season last year? Uh,
3: you know, I, I'll let any of the coaches and ADs chime in. You know, for me, you know, when you get a season kind of going a little bit, right, and then having to cut it off, I mean, the, the, the greatest thing that you feel for are the kids. Absolutely. Right, the senior class of last year not being able to complete their season. I mean, I think I read somewhere, like in Kentucky, and I, I don't know if this was fake news or not or whatever, but where <laughs> Kentucky, where Kentucky is considering <laughs> allowing their seniors uh, to to come back another year because of a loss of a season, uh, so they're allowing their seniors just like in college. High school seniors to come back and repeat a grade in high school to compete athletically for scholarships and things like that. So, I see some people nodding their heads, So, I, so that means that the, that y'all read the same thing that I did. So, um, <laughs> it must but, not be fake news. <laughs> so, but you know, as, as far as the state of Tennessee, you just feel for those seniors. Feel for those seniors who didn't get to complete their senior season and, and haven't played sports myself and played a spring sport. Uh, I mean, I would have been devastated. I mean, that would have just been been crushing. And so, yeah.
1: I had Principal Randy Hubble, and we touched on this last week, um, talking about Santa Fe and the fact that so many students missed opportunities for the scouts to check them out in their senior year, their, their, their big year, to be able to land that big scholarship at a, at a college or something. So this is a great opportunity, if they open it up, for last year's athletes to come on in and do a little playing. That was in
3: Kentucky, but it won't happen in Tennessee, I assure you that. It won't happen in Tennessee, but
1: (laughs) it would be good. And it's nice that they're thinking about it in some places around the country. And I think one thing with that, what Chris has said, it's not
6: necessarily to me about the scholarship. It's just giving those kids that opportunity and those memories. Mm -hmm. So many of us former – coaches and athletes you remember those days in high school and the memories you have of playing and that was the biggest thing that those kids missed.
1: That's a good point yeah there are some um, major memories missed and major opportunities missed so um, we're so, so excited at Mary County Public Schools to have spring sports this year so tell us what um, is coming up big that we can look forward to for spring sports in 2021. Coaches y'all feel free to talk? We can go around the
4: room Okay, I'd just say this is Mike Kennard again from Battle Creek Bentle. I'd just say that um, uh, we're – I'm a spring sports guy too. Uh, to that that was, That was my thing, <laughs> coaching and playing, and I'm just so excited that these guys and gals are going to get to play this, this upcoming year. I saw a thing on the news yesterday about a student who lives in a different state whose schools and sports have still not opened, and he's traveling two hours daily to a different state to be able to play – at a parochial school. Now, not everybody has the ability to do that, right. so I'm so thankful that here in Tennessee, TSSAA and TMSAA have decided that we can play spring sports and our kids are going to be able to play. I mean, it's just really exciting to see them out there on the fields every day being ready to practice and play. Uh, really looking forward to this spring season for our kids.
5: How about you, Mr. Brewer? Oh, we're excited about it. Well, our our baseball team's been chomping it the bit. I mean, they've been practicing every – whether in the gym when it's raining out or too cold or on the field. And uh, after missing last year, obviously, it's a you know, it, it was crushing to the seniors. It's it, I still think about some of those uh, guys who played their entire careers and couldn't finish. Mm-hmm. It's no fault of their own or anybody else. It's right. just what – the hand we were dealt. Uh, and we co-op softball with, with Mount Pleasant. Uh, so we'll send what girls play softball over there. But uh, – but the lady who's coaching at Mount Pleasant Middle actually works at Hampshire, Randy Rochelle, but, but our two baseball coaches, Austin Long and Blake Rochelle, they're doing a great job already. Just getting, uh, you know, getting prepared for it. We have track and field at Hampshire. A lot of people don't know that, but Mm -hmm. we have several kids that compete track and field. And Mm -hmm. I appreciate the district uh, getting together and having those meets at one place. That's always been uh, a difficulty is finding places to go and, uh, so, I'm really looking forward to doing that this year. I just think that's that's a positive step for everybody. So, hey, we got a central location now these kids have an opportunity to compete regularly. Um, but we're excited about it. I'm a baseball guy. I love baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, always have, and uh, I mean I'm looking forward to uh, if the weather will hold up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to getting out to, uh, to be able to watch it, but we're excited about it. I mean, we got people every afternoon if you come by, you'll see them out there working getting ready and preparing for it, and uh, it's gonna be a fun year. Just the fact they get to play is a big thing, absolutely. Mr. Hughes? Dr. Jackson, the executive principal of Mount Pleasant High
6: School, and I just commented the other day about the attitude and the enthusiasm of our kids. It was right after the end of school. We're in the parking lot, and, you know, the kids were just excited. They were headed... One group was headed to the tennis court. Another group was headed to baseball field. Another group to the softball field. Just how excited they were to be able to be back out on the field. For Mount Pleasant High School, we're super excited uh, about our baseball program in terms of having a new coach, Mm -hmm. Coach Eddie Bassham, longtime Mount Pleasant High School coach. He retired. Uh, At the end of last year, we were able to hire – uh, Kennedy Mathis. Kennedy is fresh out of Middle Tennessee State University, but he has been an assistant with Independence High School for the past two years. And as everybody knows, Independence is one of the top programs in the state of Tennessee. He's been working extremely hard, um, not only with the guys but also on the field. And we're super excited. Our softball program, Misty Groom, is leading our program. Girls been 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 out there working, you know, some days it's even in the outfield because it's been a little wet to start the season, beginning the work. Tennis program is, is up and running, kids out there swinging the rackets each day. And our, our track program, we had 20 kids out yesterday, and that's up quite a few. And I think part of that is also an encouragement of our football coach. I uh, want some of those guys to run track, so we're excited about some relay teams and, you know, shot put and, and different things. And while I'm thinking about it, just let everyone know out there that on March to 27th, we're going to have a field dedication. Uh, we will be Naming the baseball field after Coach Eddie Basham. Coach Basham served around 40 years. Uh, he led Mount Pleasant to three state runners-up in three different decades, over 600 wins, and just has meant so much to the community of Mount Pleasant to many of the former players are going to come back and visit with him. And I do have to say a big thank you to Chris Porner and also the Murray County School Board for allowing us to name the field after him.
1: That's been a work in progress. I've I've seen it in the in the school board meetings um, for many many months, and Mr. Pointer's talked about it um, to that point. Um, maybe we'll touch on that in a minute. Mr. Creech, what's going on at first spring at uh, Central High School? Well, congratulations to Eddie Bassam and Mount Pleasant because
2: that's an honor well overdue. That man has dedicated his life to Mount Pleasant Athletics. Uh, Another man that's dedicated his life to Columbia Athletics is Mark Pickle. He's our baseball coach, and he's coming up on 500 wins this year. He doesn't want anybody to talk about it because (laughs) um, he probably would have obtained it in the first two weeks last year. Excuse me. But that got cut short. So uh, I know his team is excited about that. They they don't talk to him about it because they know he doesn't want to hear it. But that's a milestone that's going to come up. Uh, for him, and uh, I've, I've talked to him about what to do. He doesn't want anything done, but uh, unbeknownst to him, Bill Marvitt has something to say about that as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Um, our softball program had a coaching turnover. Uh, right now we have interim head coach Hannah Thompson Cole leading the Lady Lions on the softball field. Looked at them yesterday. They were on the dirt. It was great to see those girls practicing, playing, uh, moving around uh, instead of indoors, because usually it's cold and wet during this time of the year, and I think the first week it was extremely cold and extremely wet, and we had snow. So, um, Track-wise, uh, we've got some indoor track runners that are now doing outdoor track that have been killing it on the indoor scene. We've got some serious seniors that will be taking uh, some scholarship opportunities into their own hands and saying, okay, where do I want to go with this? As well, as some underclassmen are getting looked at. Uh, I know Roman Woodson's looking at a couple of big schools he wants to go to for track. And um, there's another individual, unfortunately, I can't remember their name right now, but I know they've got some scholarship offers as well. as We've got an underclassman, a female track runner, who's looking at... Um, MIT, Air Force, and a couple other schools that she wants to go to for track. and uh, She's a junior right now, so unfortunately she lost her sophomore year, but she's wanting to get after it this year and make sure she gets She's ready. She's ready. (laughs) She get her times down, get her PR set. Uh, Tennis is is rocking and rolling right now. Uh, Kids are going over to Woodland Park and practicing. So we're excited about the spring. We're ready for the spring. And I know the coaches and the players and the parents really are, too.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of things happening this year that we may have missed last year. Um, some uh, things like senior proms and and uh, graduation dates are going to be a little bit better this year. And, and just, just the fact that we have spring sports this year is huge. Um, Mr. Pointer, do you have anything to add on the spring sports?
3: I mean, no, I mean, I mean you, you hear from these guys and you hear the passion and you hear the commitment. and I, And I think that kind of goes – unsaid a lot and it's a thankless job and they do it for the love of kids and pouring into young people and I'm big on commitment you know I'm big on you know work ethic and these guys bring it to the table every day and they're they're committed to their craft I mean you just hear certain stories about certain programs you hear changes you know and and each one of these guys around the table they want to win you know they're committed to the winning the craft of winning and it's not about the wins and losses but it's the, the 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 infusion or the pouring into young people about what winning really means because at at some point in time, kids are no longer being Never Neverland. You'll have your last game, you'll look up and be like, this is the last time I've ever played, and then real life hits. And you can take a lot of those lessons that you learned in the gym, on the ball field, the tennis court, the football field, what have you, and if we do our jobs right, these kids will have a point of reference that they can pull from that they'll be able to use later on in life. And so um, you know, I'm just always excited to get behind the microphone and talk about athletics man I'm just I
1: know you are I've had you on the show a few times and you're always great and very enthusiastic about what's going on athletics down the district um, we are here with athletic directors from around the district with Mr. Uh, Chris Pointer Mr. Kevin Creech, Mr. Ronnie Brewer Mr. Eric Hughes, Mike Kennard and our sponsor George Varela has come on the studio we'll talk to George after the break we'll be back after these words from our sponsors
0: Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools.
1: Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show. George Verales of The Way Realty, our sponsor for the Miguel School School Bus, has joined us, and so has Clayton Harris with um, WKOM. Clayton, how are you today? I'm doing well, Jack. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining us. I know you are a sports fanatic yourself, so I'm going to put you on the spot. What do you think about what's happening this year in, in spring sports? So well, we've kind of covered fall sports, so tell me a little bit about the spring sports arena.
7: Well, I, I, I think you know, the the county's done a good job uh, you know, with working with the spring coaches and uh, you know, Chris mentioned earlier that we're going to be back in full capacity uh, for spring sports where, you know, people can, obviously you're outside, they're going to be able to spread out and um, you know, I just think it's a good opportunity for these kids. Last year you know, it's unfortunate the seniors uh, from a year ago didn't get to finish their their season, but uh, it, it appears that this spring everything should go pretty smooth and uh, I know we uh, pushed the start date back for middle school baseball uh, to the second week of March, so that'll be here next week. And uh, I know uh, down at Cullioco, we uh, we will be in Mount Pleasant on Tuesday. So uh, looking forward to that and looking forward to, uh, you know, just, just getting the ball going and, and, and seeing these athletes out there getting the opportunity to play ball.
1: I know you just told me, but I'm, uh, my memory always goes sideways. What are you doing out in Kalioka?
7: I'm coaching the middle school baseball team.
1: Excellent. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, baseball season is upon us, and it's a great time uh, for the schools. George Verales, tell us a little bit about what you do that involves the sports in Murray County. I
8: believe it's FCA? Uh, that is correct. That stands for Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and uh, just want to thank all the coaches here and the coaches that are listening, uh, FCA works through the coaches. So if the coaches were not available, FCA would not be in the school. So we really appreciate uh, their commitment to our youth. Uh, they say that a coach has more influence in a student's life than anyone that student will ever meet. So it, it's very important. I can remember my coaches um, as a youngster Uh, the good and the bad so it's really important for coaches to have a good bonding relationship with the uh, student uh, or the athlete because uh, it's it lasts a lifetime i still remember very clearly the good coaches and very clearly the bad coaches so they really can help motivate a student to do better in life have better moral character to uh, play fair to play smart to have good teamwork Uh, so a coach uh, is a very high ranking in my book
1: Hey, I can't agree with you more on that. Um, I, I was uh, involved in sports in my younger days, middle uh, I, what we called it junior high, but it's middle school now. Um, played football and had a great time, had a great coach, learned a lot, a lot of life lessons learned, a lot of um, discipline learned. And so I really appreciate that. Now, coaches in the room, do you all participate in the FCA? We do. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah,
6: and I can actually say I was coaching girls basketball at Mount Pleasant about 10 years ago, had the opportunity to take my team to an FCA team camp at Berry College in Rome, Georgia. You know, one of the best experiences, not only for me personally, but also for the girls, the treatment, the fellowship, uh, the interaction with other kids. So FCA has definitely played a huge role in the campus of Mount Pleasant for many years.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be reaching out to the FCA president. What was his name, George? Kurt Shepard. Kurt Shepard. And we're going to have director, him. I'm the president. Director, you're yeah. the president. Okay. We're going to have them join the show and tell us our listening audience a little bit more about the program and how important it is to uh, sports. Um, Mr. Yeah. Kennard, did you have something else? Yeah, I'd also like
4: to say that at Battle Creek Middle School, we have uh, really appreciated the help of the FCA uh Our soccer coach, Ashley Brady, is the leader in our building, and we really appreciate the fact that we have now close to 10% of our students are participating in FCA every Thursday morning. So it's a really great program. A few weeks ago, we were able to host the Fields of Faith, and that was a very uplifting experience for the young people, not only from our school, but our football bleachers were just about packed with people that night, and it was a very uplifting night for our young people. So I appreciate what FCA does and what it stands for also.
8: Uh, Yes, and uh, we had a surprise special guest that evening. Uh, Mike Fisher with the Predators showed up. Uh, He's he's just as famous for the Predators as his wife, (laughs) 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 Carrie Underwood. I was going to say, I've I've heard of her. (laughs) Yeah, so he came and uh, he shared his testimony, and um, it was a very moving night. Uh, I was very thankful to be part of that, thankful for the schools for allowing us to be there. Uh, We really, really appreciate it. Uh, we, We love working with the schools. Uh, again, it's it's the reason why we are active today is because of coaches, and I shared last time that uh, when when I was in Israel, we bumped into the coach for the Detroit Lions, and he was there because he was hosting, like a summer camp where he had uh, a lot of his uh, athletes, co- college students, uh, participating in an Israel trip with him through FCA. So uh, we're going to do our summer camps this year, Lord willing. Uh, we also hope to do our coaches retreat. Uh, you know, things are a little um, uncertain, but uh, Lord willing, we are going to go forward with all our programs this year.
1: Sounds exciting. And the fact that um, we're able to continue on in spring sports and FCA and everything, that's amazing. Um, Mr. Hughes, my, my, our, um, Mr. Brewer from Hampshire. Go ahead. I just want to add on to what Eric had said
5: about FCA camp. A few years ago, I took girls basketball team to a team camp, FCA team camp in East Tennessee, and it was one of the you know greatest experiences they'd ever had and I just want to put a plug- in for them. and I help with the FCA at Hampshire and we Rachel McMahon helps with the middle school she leads a little, the middle school this year's a little bit more difficult because of you know the restrictions on who can come into build and things like that but the the team to put a plug-in for all those coaches out there for they brought a mentor in for every team so they had a female athlete and who would talk to them about life you know each and every day after we played after we practiced and It was just a great experience, but FCA does a great job of uh, just being a part of these kids' lives, and uh, so thank you for that.
1: Thank you. Thank you, George. President of the FCA, also sponsor of the Big Yellow School Bus. We appreciate you coming in and joining us today. Um, Let's talk a little bit about um, some of the people that we have um, had in our district. Um, Somebody comes to mind in the football season is Shaq Mason. I'm talking about alumni now um do you have a uh, you, you me you and i have talked um talked about um alumni from this district can you highlight a few that you can think of right off the top of your head clayton
7: yeah uh i mean obviously Shaq is uh you know a, a, a guy that uh, you know he needs no introduction <laughs> he does he, he, he doesn't <laughs> uh, uh, i think his accomplishments uh accomplishments speak for itself um but you look at what Mount Pleasant is doing with football. I can think of two right off the top. One just announced this week, Dre Hall, uh, joining the staff down there yes. and Darius Golf, who I would say is one of the greatest players to ever come through this county. There um, you go. So, I mean, those are two guys who are giving back to the community who are going to do a fantastic job. And um, it, it's exciting to see those guys get in the coaching. Yes, uh, Those are the kind of guys you want your kids to be around. So you, <laughs> Coach Hughes might be able to give a little more detail about how, how that happened because it it's a great deal for Mount Pleasant Athletics. Yeah,
6: we're, we're just super excited. You know, when Coach Hartsfield, when we start talking about putting together a staff, you know, there was two kind of criterias. We wanted coaches with experience, but we also wanted – coaches who had playing experience and guys who could relate to to the to the player uh, student athletes of today and so we're trying to find that mixture and with Tredarias and Dre both we're just super excited as guys that have played at the highest level guys that have won championships guys that can mentor and that can lead you know a lot of that just had to do with trying to make connections reaching out to people Coach Hartsfield, Dr. Jackson, myself, sitting down and meeting with, make sure you know, most of these guys are the right fit to help our, our program.
7: Now, I know you guys uh, obviously are all on, on one big campus, high school, middle school, elementary. Mr. Brewer, you're, you're a through K-12 school. Uh, uh, and In Battle Creek, you guys are uh, – you have a feeder school, I guess with uh, Spring Hill high school. How involved – uh, let me just ask all three of you and Coach Creech, you got obviously Whitthorn uh, there and also EA Cox, but how involved are your varsity coaches with the middle school coaches as far as building that pipeline up to the varsity level, being involved, you know, and, and, and making it an easy transition for those kids by the time they get to high school, they're familiar with what's happening? That's a good question.
6: I'd be willing to start. You know, one is about building relationships. Um, the last two years, last couple of years, we've been through a basketball change and a football change. And one of the questions we asked all of our candidates is, you know, about how do you develop a pipeline? From your elementary to the middle school. And we're not just talking about athletically, we're talking about building relationships, building relationships with coaches. For our high school coach, we want them to be a mentor. For our middle school coach, we want them to be involved in our peewee program. Um, You know, Dr. Jackson and myself, we often get to the middle school to get to know the kids. Um, Even the other day, Coach Hall, and Coach Hartsfield, we're over at the, the middle school, just, just being visible, letting kids know, hey, we care about them. We care about you, and we're looking forward, whether it's two years or next year down the road, of being a Tiger. Being a tiger.
1: Yeah, that's very good. Um, did you have something to, to sure. add on to that? At, um, at Hampshire,
5: it's a unique situation. We're all in the same building, mm-hmm. uh, K-12, through so I see these kids every day. Um, I mean, and and I love that. Uh, atmosphere i'm i'm looking to kids at are kindergarten first grade to come through the hallways and so you know them of course we need everybody to play everything just because of numbers now we're excited about zoning and we think that's going to help our numbers this year for sure this next year mm-hmm. we're excited about that uh, but you know a couple things we have a relationship with the kids before they get to high school and i coach high school but my assistant basketball is actually helps with the middle school program so there's that connection Our baseball coaches work together. They're on the field practicing together all the time, middle school, high school. and So we really, as far as I'm concerned, our coaches do it as well as we can do it in our situation. I mean, we're all together. We're talking to kids. Of course, we're bringing eighth graders up after Christmas because that's what we're allowed to do. Um, But our biggest thing is before you get to high school, we've known these kids several years if they've been in our
1: system because we see them every day. Yeah, and we talked a little bit about that last week with Santa Fe, that um, it's a, a different environment mm-hmm. having K-12 through 12 in one building. You have um, upper-grade um, classmen in high school actually mentoring and tutoring middle and elementary schools. Absolutely. Um, and they're together for mul- so many multiple years. It's a little bit different environment there. And we're, we're very thankful that Marine County Public Schools still has three-unit schools. And we'll see how that works out in the, in the future as growth in the county continues to go about. Um, it's amazing to me the relationship building when i was at my my when my daughters were in, in school we, we were band i was a band dad and we did recruitment in the band level we'd go to the middle schools even elementary schools and talk to just as a parent talk to the the schools about you know getting people ready for band and to grow the band and the numbers and the size and the quality of the um of the musicians yeah. One thing I'd just
6: like to add, George said earlier about the influence of coaches. You know, and I think all of us in this room, we know the, the impact. But someone asked me, said, why did you get into teaching? You no, know, definitely wasn't the money, you know. And I said, you know, I got, I got into teaching and coaching because some of our previous teachers who were also coaches. You know, and, and I think a lot about uh, Coach W.C. Johnson, legendary Mount Pleasant High School coach, who I consider to be a, a, a mentor, a friend, but the impact. You can even go back to FCA, and, and Coach Johnson was FCA leader at Mount Pleasant High School for many, many years, but the impact and the life lessons that, that we learn from our coaches. And part of our job as athletic directors is to make sure that our coaches are being mentors to all of our kids, not just athletes, but all of our kids in our building. But at times, our coaches, they spend more time with the kids than parents do at times during the course of a week.
5: Yeah. Mr. Hughes? It's Coach Brewer. I'm (laughs) sorry. It's okay. Mr. Brewer? The man to my left here, Coach Kennard, was actually one of my coaches, and I realized he hadn't mentioned that this morning, so I don't know what that says <laughs> about that relationship. But Coach Kennard was my coach when I was in high school, and uh, we've been friends ever since. Obviously, but it was it was great memories, and uh, it, it reminded me that when you brought that up. And so they do have an impact on uh, on your lives for sure. Uh, but I, I appreciate that. But uh, I was joking about the other, I, I, I hope. Uh, but I got a former coach to my left here this morning. And so,
4: that's a good thing, a unique thing about me in this county. I have several of my former students and players are coaches and teachers in this county. And it's always good to run into these guys and ladies and remember the times that we spent together when they were younger and they were kids and uh, just the impression and impact they had on my life the difference it made for me as, as an individual. And also I also just want to express quickly congratulations to Coach Pickle also as one of his former assistant coaches. Uh, that guy does know how to run a program, and I learned a, a lot in my time working with him, even though I was much older than him at the time I was working <laughs> with him. He <laughs> taught me a lot about how to run a program, and it's just really exciting to see coaches who are dedicated to the lives of young people.
6: Uh, How many of those victories do you credit to your assistant coaching?
4: I got to have at least 200 of those cuz I, <laughs> I know I, 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 I know you know got more it. after I left but.
2: Well, as as you guys know, as coaches, you don't talk about the victories. You 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 always think about the losses, and you, you do reminisce with your players about the the victories and the championships you win. I spoke to a former uh, student athlete of mine this morning via text. She's looking for a job. I mean, these are the connections they make. You make with these student athletes is they're asking for job references and advice in life. Where do I go to school? What do I major in? And um, Uh, I've got a coach here who's working the board to my left. Uh, I still remember what he told me when I was a sophomore, ice water in the veins. I still talk to my head (laughs) baseball coach, uh, ask him some advice, because he's also a former athletics director and John Codet over at Columbia Academy. Um, It's a lifelong attachment um, that you have with these coaches and these players, and um, if you're not in it, you may not understand it. But once you get in it and get that attachment – the whole world opens up and you, you totally understand why coaches have so much big influence on kids. You know,
3: I mean, you, I mean you could talk about, I mean, you know, we're, we're here talking about Coach Pickle and I, I could take up a whole segment of Pickle stories. Oh, that's not and, more, and, that, and that's I, not allowed on And I person. mean, <laughs> uh, you know, and I always, you know, you used to say a lot of the stuff that Coach Pickle did was very strategic and very intentional. You know, I probably thought he was way out there on the moon somewhere with some of the stuff and I was able to appreciate it more the older I got. But I do remember a conversation that I had with Coach Pickle, and I can remember exactly the place that I was when we had it. I, we were sitting at the back gym on the concrete wall and was waiting on my mom to come and pick me up. And it was only myself and Coach Pickle. And I was really um, – it it, I was a sophomore that year, and it was Pickle's per, first year, and Coach Pickle was super young. I mean, he looked like one of the kids out there. Um, you know, he had been at Franklin. He transitioned over to Central. And I had asked him, I said, what do I have to do to become a better baseball player and, and what do i got to do to play at the next level and he bypassed all of that and basically looked me in the eyes said, he said he said chris will tell you that baseball is a lot like life right he said the successes and failures that you're going to have in baseball are going to are going to be very reflective of what you're going to face in life and the older i got the more meaningful that became to me and i'll never forget that conversation Um, and even when I talk to kids about playing a particular sport or I talk to parents who go crazy over simple stuff, and I ask certain things about, like, you know, how are you going to handle life when you're sitting on the bench, right? When the coach puts you on the bench, or what are you going to do, you know, when you miss a big shot in a game, right? So what happens, what are you going to do when life kicks you in the mouth, right? How do you respond to that? During that moment of time. And all of these coaches and ADs have been in moments that have been extremely tough, have been like intensive, where there's a, an enormous amount of pressure at that moment in time. And it's a microcosm. Sports is a microcosm, the, the greatest incubator, in my opinion, of what you face in life. I pull today so many life lessons that I have because of sports. And I can reflect back on it time and time again. I can talk about the time when I ruptured a disc in my back playing college ball. And I had a choice to make, right? Am I going to press through and keep performing and work hard to get back out there on the field, right? You can equate that to losing a job in a factory or losing a job at work and figuring out a way to to, to scrape and claw your way back to a profession that you love or what do you do when, you, when you're when you around some folks that you don't like, right? How do you handle a coach that you don't like? Same way you got to handle a boss that you don't like. You still got to get out there and get it done. And so I value so much of the lessons. I value these people around me. I have such a great appreciation and admiration for the work that they do every day. I mean, kids are spending probably anywhere on average from two to four hours a day in the afternoon. And a program like a Coach Pickles, who starts August 1st and doesn't end to the end of May, you're talking about four hours every day, right? And you look at how many days we're in school, right? You're adding another 50 to 100 days of school for a young person, right? Think about that power and impact that you're having on a kid to add another 50 to 100 hours, uh, 50 to 100 days worth of school in a school calendar year based on the afternoon settings. And so, man, sports is powerful. I mean, we just got to continue to keep this conversation going. We got to continue to equip these coaches and athletic directors with the things that they need so that they can do more so they can they can impact the lives of these young people at a deeper level um, and so that they one day are sitting around in a radio station talking about folks that had an impact in their life but yeah that's absolutely. the power of sports
1: uh, you know when you say what well, things you're saying right now remind me of just teachers in general i mean we're making changes and 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 getting these children and these students ready for life just like coaching each teacher is a coach in their own means So, after the break, I want to ask you each uh, to do a shout-out to somebody. We touched on alumni a little bit. If we want to touch on some more alumni, we have many, many great alumni from uh, Murray County Public Schools. But after the break, we're going to get right into doing a shout-out. Each one of you get an opportunity to shout-out to somebody. Uh, It could be either personal, work, whatever you want. Um, So, keep that thought in mind. I'm not hitting you off, you know, blindsiding you with that, so... We will be back after these messages from our
0: sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools, will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools.
1: Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools' talk radio show on WKRM, 103.7 FM, brought to you by The Way Realty. Guys, we've been talking a lot about the sports and stuff. We shout out to some alumni. Let's do our individual shout outs by going around the room. And I'll start with Mr. Creech. Yes, thank you. Um, My shout out is to
2: to, two alumni from class of 2018, Quay Kennedy. Quay is a basketball player at Lee University over in East Tennessee. He was just named Gulf South Conference Player of the Year. Wow. Uh, Quay was a student of mine for three of the four years at at Columbia Central. He had gone to Dixon for a period of time and came back. Amazing young man. Uh, He's he's majoring in communications. Uh, When he graduated from Central, he was probably about 6'5". He's got another two inches on him at 6'7". Now he is a beast in the paint. Uh, Wonderful young man, and that's what I think sometimes we forget is – the uh, player off the court, but Quay, wonderful young man. Shout out to you, Lion Nation is proud of you, and I uh, always thank thank you for always being kind and and generous to others and um, making your team better here at Columbia Central.
1: All right, thank
6: you for that, Mister Hughes. My shout out goes to all of the uh, MPHS. Student athletes and coaches for all their hard work, dedication, you know, the time and effort they put in and coaching. You know, I know they don't do it for the salary, for the little supplement. <laughs> they do it because they love it. Yeah, it's a and of And I do sport. appreciate all of our coaches and student athletes.
1: All right, excellent. Um, Mr. Brewer.
5: Well, if you've been married 31 years, you start with your wife. (laughs) Smartest man in the room right now. Because I'm also a coach. And when I came from Lewis County to Murray County, and and I've really enjoyed coming over here, uh, my promise to her was I'm going to get out of coaching. AD, I won't be as busy. Well, two years later, I'm coaching again. So I I appreciate her uh, understanding and and living with a guy, and she knows if we don't play well, she just goes ahead ahead and go to bed, and we'll talk tomorrow. Yeah. but I appreciate that of her and just uh, being there. Like I said, we've been together going on 32 years. But as Coach Hugh said, uh, our Hampshire family is amazing. Not only our coaches, but with COVID this year, and I'll try to make it brief, we changed so many games, canceled games, postponed games, rescheduled games. I'd send an email out and say, I need gate workers. Ten minutes later, I got two people saying, I'll volunteer for you, Coach. I'll volunteer uh, Mr. Brewer, and so for my coaches and our administration, the Hampshire family—it's the greatest place I've ever worked. And if we ever need a volunteer, this is no exaggeration. Ten minutes later, I've got all the volunteers I need. That's the kind of people I work Amen with. Amen to that. So I just want to say thank you to all of my Hampshire family. They're—they're they're absolutely the best.
1: That's awesome. All right, Battle Creek Middle School, Mr. Connard. All right, well going last in this line,
4: I can uh, just <laughs> echo everything that everybody has said up to this point, and I think they would all agree that our administrators also are very. A prominent part of us having the ability to do our jobs and I appreciate Dr. Penner for the support that he gives us and one other person in our on our staff that I'd like to give a shout out to is an individual who uh, at each of our games uh, just comes in and does a great job at the beginning of a game to the point that at one of our middle school basketball games the scorekeeper that I was standing beside at the end of our national anthem said Wow, that just took middle school basketball up a notch. There you go. And we have Miss Carla Jankowski, who is our bookkeeper at the school, who comes and sings the national anthem for us at every game, and she knocks it out of the park every, every time. time.
1: Wow. Nice. Wow. Um, Mr. Parner.
3: Uh, you know, I, too, want to just want to kind of give a, a huge shout-out to all the coaches and athletic directors. Um, just such respect and admiration for you guys. Uh, but I want to put an emphasis on spring coaches and, and and because you know they they lost their last year. Spring coaches and a, and, and athletes this year want to give a big shout out to you guys. Go out there and do your thing. Uh, never take it for granted because uh, you never know what could happen. And if if there was a life lef- lesson that was learned last year was to not take any season or anything for granted. Uh, and then I want to pivot and another hat that I wear uh, in COVID related uh, things. I, I want to give a huge shout out. Uh, to the COVID response team, but also want to give a shout out to Murray Regional Medical Center, uh, our nurses, our nursing staff, uh, our central office volunteers. You know, we pulled off something amazing this past weekend, uh, two days worth of vaccinations, over 702 people vaccinated, uh, teachers, admins, and the like, were able, and all staff of Murray County were able to get vaccinated. That was a huge undertaking, a huge ordeal that people don't really have a clue about all that it took to really pull that off. We're back at it again on March 19th and 20th to wrap it up on the second dose of it. So, want to give a huge shout out to all of them, man. It was a phenomenal feat, uh, and everybody pulling together to really make that work and make it happen.
1: I like that. That's an amazing feat. What took place is uh, vaccinating over 700 uh, education employees um, in just two days. Wow,
7: Mr. Harris. Well, I, I guess mine's probably going to be somebody. Um, uh, this is, you know, this would be my first year coaching at Coleoka. Uh, but this is uh, someone who has impacted thousands of, uh, of students uh, over the years at Kalioka who just retired this past summer but still uh, he had a huge impact on my life and uh, still has a huge impact on a, a lot of the kids down at Kalioka. There's not a day that we don't have practice that someone doesn't ask or uh, talk about uh, Coach Ken Harris who happens to be my uncle uh, but what he meant to that school and how much he loves that school he he still uh is involved with certain aspects of things and uh he's always uh looking out for the best interests of um the folks at Kalioka so I would I would definitely say him
1: excellent excellent choice and your uncle that's cool yep. all right George Morales.
8: yes I'd like to give a shout out to Kurt Shepard he's the director for FCA he tries to be in all 24 schools, he works very hard, and we're very thankful to have him on our team.
1: Excellent. Well, I look forward to having him on the show soon. Uh, my shout-out will be to educators in general. My daughter's a teacher, and the passion, like I've heard a couple times in the room today, it's not about the money. It's about the, 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 need, the want to do it, the, you know, really wanting to be an educator and the love of doing what they do. My daughter loves being a teacher. I can tell most of you guys love being athletic directors or coaches, and thank you to you all. So, our listening audience probably is curious if they don't follow all sports and everything. What are the, the spring sports in Murray County Public Schools? Who wants to take that one on?
4: I'll take it on for middle schools. All right, middle uh, schools. We start on March the 8th, and we have soccer, softball baseball and tennis all starting that day but in addition to that we also have swimming this year as a spring sport because they because of covid restrictions they could not do that in the uh, winter so it's moved to the spring and we also have a tennis program at battle creek middle school so and track and field also so lots of spring sports lots of great opportunities to come out and support our kids but those do all start on march the 8th at least they open up our track Program will begin on March the sixteenth. All right, Miss Creech. Uh,
2: same. Uh, we start March fifteenth. We've got baseball, softball, track, tennis, um, other coaches. I'm blanking. Swim is basically everything they have, right, gentlemen? Soccer for soccer. soccer. Thank you. Soccer. soccer I always soccer. coach is that Lasky boys always, soccer. Boy soccer. So so Lasky, soccer. Lasky will Sue will always gets me on that. Um, it's not that I don't care. I just <laughs> it's not my sport when it's at my high school. Um, that's the other AD. So that March 15th is when we start on that, and then it'll go through middle to end of May. So, Mr. Pointer,
1: uh, high school sports is around March 15th for spring, and uh, middle school is around March 8th, correct? That's correct. All right, so get your tickets. Um, there's going to be lots of opportunities in the outdoor sports to get tickets and go attend these. Let's go out there and root on these teams, and let's show them how much we care about them and, and, and uh, you know, the fact that we missed last year and we're going to continue on this year is huge. So
3: yeah, and it's important to note that we got 100% seating capacity. Uh, yes, the yes, so, as mentioned earlier, that's cool. Yeah, so tickets will be sold, and and every school knows the allotment of tickets that they have to sell. So you know, no two tickets per player, and and all of those things that we had to do at various capacities. So we will still have to follow twswa COVID protocols, but as far as seating arrangements, you know, there should be plenty of seats for everybody that wants to attend. So
1: is go, Mr.
5: Brewer. Yeah, there's a couple things that we offer that maybe don't get as we don't talk about as much. Bass fishing. Yeah, I know it, it's bass it's fishing club. You know, we talk cool. about what's club or sport, but that has nothing to do with. It. We have students that do bass fishing. We have trap shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just want to give them a shout out, the coaches that do that each and every year. And um, yeah, we do uh, bass fishing. We've uh, and, and trap. We've been successful there. So that's just a couple of things that I have not mentioned today. We offer, you know, basically the same thing everybody else does. I mean, we co-op. At Hampshire, if we can't offer it there because of numbers, and we co-op with another school, which we really appreciate those agreements where kids have an opportunity. You can come to Hampshire and say, I want to play soccer. We don't offer soccer, but we have a co-op, so you can't right. play. Right, so you
1: co-op with Mount Pleasant High yes, School. Sir. Okay. Just
5: about most everything, for the most part. is close, and our, a lot of kids, they have that relationship together anyway, so it, it's a good fit for us. But I just want to give a shout-out to those two programs as well.
1: Excellent. Anybody else have anything to add to the list here? Saying none. Um we are very appreciative of what happens in our school district with sports, with athletics, and everything you all do. Um, everybody's not here, so shout out to the ones that couldn't make it. Um, the studio's only so big, we can only get so many people on the bus um, to uh, be on the big yellow school bus. Um, thank you to um, George Varales for coming in today and talking a little bit about FCA. It's an important program, as you heard earlier, um, with our um, athletic departments, and Chris, do you have any closing words for our listening audience for athletics in Murray County Public Schools?
3: Sports change lives. Coaches change lives. ADs change lives. And so uh, we've got to take our job seriously because of the impact that we have on young people and and the influence that it has later on down in life. So looking forward to the spring season and and appreciate every coach and athletic director and, and fan, for that matter, and parent student athlete in Murray County Public School.
1: All right. Thank you, Mr. Pointer, Mr. Creech, Mr. Brewer, Mr. Hughes, Mr. Kennard, Mr. Harris, and our sponsor, George Verales. Thank you so much for coming in and being a part of the Big Yellow School Bus. That's it for this week's show. Be sure and catch us on Saturday morning, Sunday evening, and Monday afternoons for the Big Yellow School Bus. Thank you, and have a great day.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Saturday morning at 9 a.m., Sundays at 7 p.m., and Mondays at 4 p.m. To hear more about what's going on at Murray County Public Schools, right here on WKRM, 103.7 FM and 1340 AM.